0: Hello and welcome to Toklore. I'm Sarah. I'm Kiki.
1: Get stoned with us as we discover what folklore is and where to find it.
0: And as we learn about ancient and contemporary cultures.
1: All while imbibing in local cannabis. (laughs) (laughs) This is yours. Okay, what are you smoking? I don't
0: know. I think it's this
1: one. Nope, not that one. Tonight, I am smoking Tangiland. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. Uh-huh. This one is by Cascade. Mm-hmm. It's a half gram, and it's uh, live rosin-infused cannabis pre-roll. So it's another one of those paper extra. You can get a yeah. good one. Total cannabinoids in this little half gram. Fifty-four point thirty-nine
0: percent. I don't. Mints. I don't
1: understand what that means anymore. Like fifty-four point nine. Twenty percent, forty percent. I'm like, I don't usually notice a big difference. Mine
0: is Apple Mints GNT. Ooh, it's also a half gram. Uh, ooh, I like that. It's Gnome Grom. That's who the producer was. Uh, it's got twenty-two percent THC.
1: So we found folklore in one of the most unlikely places.
0: Not the most exciting place for no, most people.
1: Really not. Not even sure how it started, but um, I know we were talking about how we Whoa, feel.
0: What was that? That was. That sounded so cool. Like she popped a giant balloon <laughs> or bubble, like a giant a bubble. Big bubble. No, enough. she just opened her canister. Do it again.
1: Oh my goodness. That was a little bit snappier. Don't you guys like the sound of that? My tangy land.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, this is probably one of the more stressful places people usually have to go. Don't have a choice. Yeah,
1: yeah. And here we are in the middle of the holidays. So mm. a lot of you probably experience traveling through airports. Yeah. And uh, and it's really interesting when you've gone to several different ones, you start to notice there's um, some design patterns in choices in the w- layout of a, an airport mm-hmm. and i feel like the west coast does not have their shit together <clears throat> i'm sorry west coast i love you oh uh, you are my home Dallas. but uh there's some terrible terrible designs out there <laughs> uh but i have to say my experience my favorite airport would be dallas fort worth airport is so well organized why Tell us the story. Oh, my goodness, the story. Oh, right, about, I'm pretty sure I recorded. We got this record. Maybe. I spent a uh, summer being a sort of like a runner to make sure to help connect people coming in from international flights to a bus back to the camp before they fly home. And so I got to spend quite a lot of time driving a 15-passenger van around Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, <laughs> connecting with incoming and outgoing flights, and then radioing buses as they're coming in, which terminal they need to go to in order to get kids on a bus so they can mm-hmm. get home. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah. it was very thoughtful. Like, it's they have freeways coming in and going out from north and south. Mm-hmm. And on either side of them, they're like horseshoe-shaped terminals. And instead of trying to, like, figure out I don't know, it just made sense. Like everything was was alphabetical by airline name. And then there was a there was like one dedicated one that was for all international flights that were not American-based airlines. Canada so like Air. Lu, yeah, Or Lufthansa, okay. you know, Thai Air, China Air. There's a lot of different ones that but they, you know, only flew into Dallas-Fort Worth infrequently cuz they typically tend to only fly into coastal cities. Mm. This was one of those. I'm sure Chicago has its own version of that as well, being the size airport that they are. I think yeah. Denver actually has it now, too. But again, interesting design choices in how they develop how to get in and out of the airport, how they make it a habitable space for people to spend large amounts of time waiting mm-hmm. in transit. Mm. Yeah. So
0: I'm curious, what were the ways in which you figured out the, the layout? Ooh, that one, Really wanted to light up. There was a lot
1: of paper on the end of that. Ooh, it was fun. Fun to watch. Yeah, it it may terrifying not, as well. I was well. going to say, I think I may have seen some eyebrow hairs oh, on that no. one. <laughs> oh. I feel a warm spot on my forehead. Oh no. <laughs> Ooh. so watch out for that, guys. Um, um, but yeah, I'm curious. How did around.
0: you like? What were your tools that you used to learn to
1: learn your way around? Um. Well, I think. Just accepting the fact that when you are coming in from a flight, you're going to be tired and dazed and have difficulty really be able to function. So just being aware of where the signage is i know it sounds silly but paying attention to the directions of where the bathroom is where to find the info group you know tables or whatever if you signs you're... are your friend signs are really your friend they help you find your baggage claim they help you find a toilet which definitely is a thing you probably want if you don't like using airplane toilets
0: <laughs> i hate i hate I hate using those toilets I always imagine it but it just opens out into the air which I know it doesn't but I still do and I'm just like it's gonna suck me out with
1: it I don't know <laughs> not, it sounds
0: so scary it's
1: not like the old school train tracks <laughs> oh, back gross. in the day uh,
0: yeah uh, so signs are your friend signs are totally your friend and it got you around did mm-hmm. you um like how did you figure that out does someone tell you? Did you have to keep asking where things were, and people were just like sign? No, sign. honestly,
1: um, I think my first few world major experiences in airports for like intensive periods of times were in other countries, and so English wasn't a dominant language when you're flying through places like Bangkok or Taiwan. It's a secondary thing, so you have to learn what the symbols mean to be able to figure out where you're going. So oh, there is a sense of urgency to understand how to get around when you, you don't speak the language you and have you to can't get there on time. Right? Um, and those are really important things to learn to identify quickly to mm-hmm. feel safe and and not get you know yourself into trouble because you can't yeah. get somewhere on time.
0: Yeah, I totally, I totally understand <laughs> flying um, and. Places where you, the signs are not even in your language are
1: is is a little little intimidating, just oh, slightly. It's humbling because you learn you realize how much you take for granted uh, about you know having about English, yeah, being able to speak English is yeah yeah. It's it's an unfortunate thing. So my it's made us sloppy, lazy.
0: My piece of uh, <coughs> folklore is honestly just advice for traveling in general. If you're ever going on a plane make sure i always what i always do is i i bring like all my travel size shampoo and conditioners i always have in my and tr- my carry-on and that stays with me and then i always have an extra pair of underwear or two like always now i'm i mean this guys it's gonna save you it will because one day and you won't you don't think it's gonna happen but one day you're gonna have an overnight layover it's completely unexpected now you may you not have your
1: suitcase you back. may not
0: have your conditioner and shampoo but you know fortunately hotels do usually provide that but underwear they do not <laughs> that you want even if you don't have pjs you don't need to pack a whole outfit just underwear and socks underwear and socks (laughs) (laughs) that's that is and it's happened to me i what i always did because i was always afraid of this happening oh so i made sure to do that and then one night one time i was flying with my parents i think we were flying we flying overseas i think we had just gotten back from somewhere we were going somewhere anyways we had a long day we were not going to be able to make the connection because they had canceled the flight and the next one wasn't until the next day so we were in had a layover overnight in san francisco my parents did not do this i did it and it was perfectly comfortable because i do not enjoy wearing underwear too long Mm -hmm. so yeah it's happened to me
1: traveling can make you grody Something else that I um, have found, especially this day and age when how when you have to go through so many hoops with the TSA and and the screening and whatnot, be really cognizant of what you wear. I actually have gotten to the point where I travel in the closest thing to like a balance between gym clothes and pajamas. Yes. Comfortable, loose fitting clothes that aren't too baggy and like frumpy. But yeah. yeah, I wear sandals things I can slip on and off real easily so that I'm not held up by the fact that I didn't know I had plates of metal in my shoes, which meant they had to stop and wand me before they let me go on. I went through uh, airport, I think it was San Francisco airport, recently, and totally did not realize that I had these metal grommets on my shirt that would register on the machine. And so they stopped and had to wand me and then pat down my shoulders. I'm like, they're just metal grommets on the and they decor get
0: so overly suspicious and if you like if you try to explain yourself they get a little sassy with you and it's like this is unnecessary you know all you have is i'm not gonna get mean because i don't want the tsa after my ass so i'm gonna just keep it nice, <laughs> and I, keep it nice. I,
1: have, I have friends that have had to do the job so i can understand why they would get cranky they deal with a lot of very cranky, very mean, very late, very impatient, yeah, short-fused people already, all the time. We're already miserable. Yeah. Like we we don't Imagine need to your to job it. mean imagine your job is is to be the dumping ground for all of those people that are miserable.
0: Well, I'm saying people be, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're all already miserable traveling. Just be kind to each other when you're traveling, especially when traveling. Just like don't be a Karen. <laughs> don't be a Karen. <laughs>
1: <coughs> don't be a dick. don't be a
0: dick yeah so I think that's our our advice for this Thanksgiving holiday season find
1: something that's gonna help bring you calm and ease whether it's chocolates or THC gummies Mm -hmm. or something to help you relax and enjoy yourself yeah while you're traveling highly recommend doing something that is within your comfort zone yeah (laughs) Not getting yourself into trouble. When Mm -hmm. I say gummies, I mean take them before you leave. Have someone drop you off at the airport. Enjoy yourself. responsible, yeah.